So here's an upside. Today we didn't talk about the apocalypse. Well, or any of the four horsemen. We referenced it. And we did talk about the Holocaust a decent amount. Okay. But other than that, it was right, an uplifting so show. Okay, every show involves the Holocaust. You can't take that up. What yeah. would we talk about? What would we talk about if, uh, you know, God bless Kanye for bringing up the Holocaust didn't happen. Oh, oh Really? Are we uh, still there? Is there ever going to be a time? We- Apparently I'm not. I'm sorry. We lost Goebbels. Oh. Mm. Too soon. Too soon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> no. No. <laughs> no. Not nope. too soon. Uh, so that's about as tasty as the new Mountain Dew fruitcake flavored. Yeah, fruit quake technically, Glenn. Mm. Um, but it is fruit. They're trying to go for fruit cake. Yes. Mm. They're just being uh, fancy with a name. And Glenn actually tried this. Uh, uh-huh. It was an interesting uh-huh. experience. I feel like uh-huh. it, it's almost like it has the arc of a movie. Where like there's parts where you're on the edge of your seat. There's parts where you you think you might die. There's parts where hey, this is actually not that bad. You kind of go through the whole story arc with and one sip. And then you walk out and you're like, that was horrible. But <laughs> why did we see that? We spent money on that. <laughs> uh, that and so much more. Of Friday's podcast. Here it is. Glad, how are you? Oh, oh my, oh, mm. interesting days we live in. <laughs> Isn't it? It is interesting yeah. days. They yeah. are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Seeing things I didn't think I'd see. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Kanye. Mm. Uh huh. Can we just begin this with this? You, what you're watching is somebody who is bipolar. Mm-hmm. And on an extreme crazy high, um, you go through manic states. Yes, when you, I've had relatives that have gone through this, and, and you it go is, through it's dangerous manic states yeah. where you believe all sorts of crazy things and believe and it to your core, core for a week, and yeah. then you change. And I mean, it's it it's bad. This is full fledged mental health crisis. You're watching it is in action and. And that's the first thing that everyone should be saying on this. That's not what they're doing because they'll play politics and everything else. But we should have great compassion and point it out to our relatives. That's what mental illness looks like. No, he's just a bigot. That's what mental illness looks like. Now, he's also a bigot. And that is yeah, also I think I'm going to have to go, go there, uh, yes. at least at this time. Yeah, now, he, you know, would would I be completely stunned if he goes somewhere, gets on some medication, starts to feel better and then starts saying, oh, my God, I can't believe I said that stuff. Yeah, sure. It's possible. Whether that's true or not, it's impossible to know. The bottom line is, you know, once you cross lines like he has been crossing. No, yesterday was kind of the end. It was the yeah. end of career. And I mean, this this one this one's it this is it 
it's hard to, it's, you know, is there another place to go? Once you start saying, I like Hitler, you kind of don't necessarily when, have. When you're on InfoWars mm. with Alex Jones and Alex is like, whoa, whoa, no. whoa, that's crazy. That's the best I've ever seen Alex Jones <laughs> he, look. He was he by looked, far the most sane person in the room. He, he looked like Barack Obama in that room. You know what I mean? It was crazy. It's a weird moment. Weird moment. And, you know, again, this is... Uh, we have, I know some of the audio, maybe we can play. Yeah, it's, if you haven't heard it yet, it's a little muffled uh, because <sighs> he's got a, a mask over his face. Okay, again, uh, not a mental illness. Yeah, not a COVID mask, but like if you were to put a, a, a winter hat and pull it all the way down to your neck, that's basically what if it looked like. If you were wearing a hoodie... Uh, backwards. backwards. Yes, backwards. That's yeah. what it looked like, mm -hmm. okay? You didn't... I mean... I think Kanye could eventually come out and go, that wasn't me. You're right. That might, that I, I honestly wonder, is this his theory here? He's yeah. going to say all this stuff and people are going to blame him. And then he's going to say, that wasn't even that me, wasn't, I swear. Yeah. Well, it, here he is uh, yesterday. I like Hitler. Cut four. <laughs> I, I like Hitler. I, I don't like Hitler. And I know you're trying to be shocking with that. I'm not trying to be shocking. I like Hitler. I do not. I The, the Holocaust is not what happened. Let's look at the facts of that. And Hitler has a lot of redeeming qualities. Oh, okay, stop for a second. Okay, let's Did, just take that apart for a I know there's more, but we'll get mm -hmm. back to it. Um, I like Hitler. The Holocaust never happened. Okay, done. Oh, done. Done, done with anyone done. who is sane. Anyone who, yeah, mm -hmm. he didn't kill six million. Oh, okay, okay. Um, thank you. Bye-bye. He does say that later. <laughs> that, he, that they didn't kill six million Jews. Right, I know. We, we, we've got Once it. Once you get there. Yeah. Uh, uh, but I'm, for me, that's the point that I say, excuse me. Right. Could you just go deeper to that? And then I excuse him from the studio. Okay? I mean, that's the ravings of an absolute madman. Yeah. Now, look, there are millions of people who believe this, followers of Louis Farrakhan, uh, yeah. followers oh, yeah. of black Israelite ideology. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of people out there. And, you know, there are many of them seem to be congregated among the celebrity culture mm -hmm. uh, it, with athletes, uh, singers, comedians. Uh, there's a there's a real underlying problem here that Kanye West is just at the tip of. Yeah. But he's the only one going this far and saying this stuff like this. And I prefer knowing i prefer knowing i, I prefer knowing i'm, I mean, I'm glad he said it because i'm like okay okay not a, i'm not in the same boat with him my only conceit my because normally i would say like if you if you want to put on somebody who's going to talk like this you know i want to know who they are and Me so too. i don't Me necessarily too. want their voices censored no or from the, per, for, from the perspective but yeah. i want to know exactly who these people are that being said the only thing i have here is that's a a, a moderation on that is the mental health aspect of this. This guy's exactly guy right. completely bonkers. And by the way, can we at least point out, we've been saying he was completely bonkers for a long freaking time. Go back to our shows in 2005 when we, when we were talking about right. Kanye West, uh, George W. Bush doesn't care about black people. He has been insane every day, every day, including the day he put on a red hat. Yeah. All the days, even the days from then till now. Even the days we liked him and said... You know, I think this is a real spiritual awakening. I think this is good. However, let's not all get on to the 
He's the greatest guy ever. He's nuts. Yeah. He's I, nuts. I, I kid. I didn't go as far as uh, many did as far as embracing him. No, fact, I know. I you, never did. You were always uh, like, <laughs> always this guy is, is insane. insane. However, I will say I was rooting for his Christian conversion to be real. I always will root for that no matter what the situation and is. Quite honestly, I think it is it, real. It may be somewhere in his head it so, is. So, Cuz he says it and he's like Hitler was born a Christian. That's not the resume. We yeah. don't put that one on the resume for Christians. We skip it completely. And by the way, he was not a Christian. Yeah, no. Not a Christian. He was born into a, a uh, I forget it. I won't go into the yeah. whole history here, but he absolutely was not a Christian and he absolutely hated Christianity. Yeah. He wanted to destroy it. So now let me just say you can in an adult conversation with with an intellectual and highly spiritual uh, bent. You could sit in a room with a few people and say, let's talk about Adolf Hitler. Okay, mm-hmm. bad guy killed yep. millions Holocaust of people. Real. Holocaust was real. Absolutely anti-Semite. He was. He was most likely clinically insane by the end. Um, really bad guy. However, if you're God, do you want? Um, or, or do you hate him? Or do you say, here is a soul that went so awry? If you're God, not me. Right. Okay? <laughs> right. If you're God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, Jesus would look at Hitler, I think, and say, forgive him, Father. He knows not what he does. Now, I'm not Jesus. No. So I don't do that. Mm-hmm. But that's probably. Right, but, like- so, but that's the discussion you have philosophically. You know, in a not on the Alex Jones show wearing a mask. Let's just say no? that. Yeah, I'm sure? just saying. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like you can go back even to that time when he was doing these things actively and was alive uh, doing them. And you can find spiritual leaders who will say things like that. Right. Like, you know, I'm sure if you went to Gandhi, he'd probably be like, look, he's a lost soul. And yes. Yeah, look, we can all feel that way. Mother Teresa would have absolutely said that. He's a lost soul. And he is a lost soul. But he's just also a lot worse than just that. But 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 Mother Teresa would not have said, you can't say out loud this uh, person never did anything good. Okay, maybe (laughs) Mother Teresa, maybe, maybe I'm done with the classifications. Yes, she would have said that every human being has something of value. Yes, I agree. But she definitely would not have said, especially Hitler. Especially. No. Or to single him out oh, for all of his positives. For all the positives yeah. that he brought to the table. <laughs> no, no, I don't think especially Hitler. No. no. Um, continue on because there's more. I got to watch uh, my accounts because they've been frozen by the Jewish uh, banks. Hey, so, stop for just I, a second. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to have to say crazy uh yes he's completely crazy and 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 it's worse than that it's not just a lunatic raving things in the street he's he's obviously these at some level these views are are something he's obviously entertained before this is not day one of this theory no no i I think this is i i really here's my guess he got into christianity it was new to him he got all you know revved up and 
uh, really was on the right track. This is my guess. Okay. But then you introduce mental illness with that. And then his love for shock plus um, his, um, uh, his the fact that he's being uh, abandoned by all friends and everything else. And he's a huge superstar with lots of money. Grifters come in. Crazy people come in. And start to say, you know what? I'm with you on Jesus. I know. And you know what? And Jesus was a black man. And he was not a Jew. He didn't like Jews. And you can see with the mental illness, you can see him go down this road with really bad people surrounding him. I have not, not to this degree, but I've had friends. I think we've all had friends. When you're surrounded by the wrong people, and it is really easy to happen when you have fame and fortune, especially at his level, that you can start hanging with the wrong people and, and, and also with religion. Religion, and this goes to the religion of global warming and everything else. Look at how many of our friends have started to accept Marxism or celebrate your abortion because they got wrapped up with the wrong friends that it wasn't obvious to them that they were the wrong friends. You're like, stop buying this. You're drinking the Kool-Aid. What you're drinking is very dangerous. No, it's not. And then all of a sudden, they're saying, celebrate your abortion. You're like, dude, what are you talking about? I'm for the drag queens in, in story hour for the little kids. Who have you become? We are living at a time where the world is mentally ill. And then people who are clinically diagnosed as mentally ill are real trouble. And what she, which he has been uh, he has multiple been. times yeah, oh yeah. and obviously is not being treated for it. Right. You know, look, we can sit here and and do this thing where you look for the best possible, uh, you know, scenario here to explain his behavior. No, but I'm not but explaining it, it I know, away. I know you're not. I know. Yeah. Oh, believe me. I, you, you literally won the Defender of Israel Award. I know you're not trying to <laughs> yeah, explain no. it away in any way. You're just trying to, like, the, mental health is really, really significant. When people get into these types of moments, they believe things. They, they believe they're in touch with the president. They now, of course, this guy actually isn't. <laughs> but you know what? On this one, I feel bad for Donald Trump. Oh, I, because Donald Trump, he, you get a call yeah, from Kanye, Kanye West, West and he says, hey, yeah. I'm going to be in town. I want to just come by, talk to you about something for, for dinner. I would have said, OK, OK, I would have if Kanye West called me mm-hmm. and said and just that not, look not i want to talk to you now about something. or re- re- anytime yeah, recently now. yeah but i mean but back in the day sure no i think in the last few uh in the last few weeks i would have no i wouldn't have i mean even I would saying have just these be- things for weeks i think before he was came out as an out anti-semite sure but, but, but if previous to that no i, I would mean, have, after that no. i would have come out i would have said i understand to some degree, mental illness, mm-hmm. okay, runs in my family like a pack of wild elephants. <laughs> uh, believe me. Uh, and uh, so I think I would have said, I, I want to see for myself, and I want to see if I can help. I also appreciate his Christianity, but I think he is, I think lost. he is lost right now. I would have sat down with him and and You're listened to him. You're more of a him. man than I am. I would yeah. not, you know. But I mean, uh, not now. Not now. Not now. But. but 
Donald Trump gets a call. Hey, I'm coming. I want to just talk to you. Can we have dinner? He says yes. Now, Trump is also thinking, get this guy out of the election in 2024 Mm because we don't want any votes being wasted. Um, uh, So he has dinner with him. He doesn't know what that is all about. And he immediately comes out and says, whoa. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Real trouble. I mean, look, the media tried to make that into a Trump issue. Yeah, it's not. I I, I certainly... you understand how that gets out of control. And they, you know, look, they came out, his, the Kanye campaign for what it was, came out and told everybody that the reason they did it was to take advantage of Donald Trump. Like, I mean, yeah. that was legitimately their goal, at least their stated goal. Now, right. whether you can believe any of these people yeah. that are associated with him at right. this point, I don't know. Uh, but that was their, uh, so, you know, their stated goal was to hurt Donald Trump. So, again, I think the Trump thing is a total, that's a media sideshow when it comes to this. That's not, you know, that's nothing. When it comes to the easy parts here, Glenn, it's like the Holocaust happened. Okay. This is not difficult. You should be, I don't know why so many athletes, so many celebrities have trouble with this. This occurred. It's really, really bad. And it occurred. And the fact that you can't, after all of this time with all of the evidence, that you can't sit back and understand that and, 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 and 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 you deny it to this day is incredibly disturbing and it's not just Kanye we've seen this happen oh i know with celebrities and athletes and, routinely and, and over there the past is, few there's years there's not just white supremacists there are black supremacists oh, I, yeah. as well i mean uh, Kyrie little, Irving is is not very white right. as far as i, I know i mean there is there is something in both cultures that turn the fringes into madmen. Yeah, and, and let's not forget, you want to talk about a person who is a Holocaust denier and an anti-Semite that leads millions of people. I can also show you a photo of him with Barack Obama, uh, Louis, yes. Fer- Louis Farrakhan. Yes. This is, this is a, you can find not because tons Barack- of people in Congress who right. have met with this guy publicly. Right. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck Program. I have a podcast today. It's episode 166. Detransitioner exposes dark world of gender affirming care. This is an 18 year old girl named Chloe Cole. She is incredibly brave. I mean, incredibly brave. Um, At 11 years old, she began to be convinced by school and social media that she was a boy. By 13, she was uh, on puberty blockers. Uh, by 15, she had her breasts removed and then the whole world came apart and she was like, wait a minute, I, I am not a boy. What have I done? Um, is it's your heart will expand by you'll be like the Grinch. You'll lift up the sleigh at the end. Uh, she is such a sweet girl and every parent, you have no idea. Don't dismiss this stuff. She will explain it to you where you will understand how your kids might be thinking about things. And we all want to be good parents and we all want to be compassionate. She will walk you through that. It is so important, maybe for you and your kids to listen to this. It's on Blaze TV right now. It'll be out tomorrow. Podcast episode 166, wherever you get your podcasts with Chloe Cole. All right. We, um, we're looking at the big stories of the week and one that really kind of... Um, has just kind of fallen off the radar because nobody in the mainstream media wants to talk about it. And I don't think 
a lot of people on the right are following this closely enough. Uh, but our attorney generals are do are are doing God's work right now. One attorney general who I've not met uh, yet, at least I don't think, is Austin Knudsen. He is the Montana attorney general. He is leading now a multi-state effort seeking clarification from UPS and Federal Express because he says they may be working with the federal government to uh, make sure they have a register of everybody who's buying guns. Attorney General Austin Knutson from Montana joins me now. Austin, how are you, sir? I'm great, Glenn. Honored to be on your show. Yeah, thank you. Have we ever met before? No, sir, okay. we have not. I did not I, think I've so. I've sure listened to you over the years. Oh, well, thank you. Um, so, so tell me uh, what you saw originally, what you think is happening, and what you guys are doing about it. Yeah, so we started to get reports at the Montana Department of Justice from from federal firearms license holders, whether they be a, a brick-and-mortar gun shop, Internet vendors, I mean, wh- whatever the case may be. Uh, you know, they're a highly regulated industry. There's rules in place for shipping firearms. We obviously can't ship firearms directly to consumers. Right. Uh, but what we started to get reports of was, hey, FedEx and UPS are handing down these new regulations on us federal firearms license holders. And we no longer are, are, are required to have just one shipping account with each of these companies. We have to keep three separate shipping accounts and we have to tell them specifically when we're shipping firearms and who we're shipping them to. Now, this is unprecedented because, I mean, Glenn, as you know, you get on a, a, a website. I mean, you might be ordering a firearm, but you also might be ordering a T-shirt or a Correct. hat Correct. from Correct. that company. And so prior to that, I mean, if you were ordering multiple things, if you were ordering, a, you know, a, a, a set of screws and a hat, they could put it all in one box and ship it to, to, to you or to your other FFL right. holder. Well, now F, uh, FedEx and UPS are requiring these FFLs. If you're going to ship a firearm, it has to be in a separate box. If you're going to ship parts, it has to be in a separate box. If you're going to ship merchandise, it has to be in a separate box. You have to have three separate accounts for each one of those things, and you have to notify UPS and FedEx where these things are going. All right, so hang on just a second. Wait, 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 Austin. So when when you say we have to notify where it's going, who's being sold to, does that because if I mean, I've bought guns across state lines. I, I live in uh, southern Idaho, you know, and I'll buy a gun in in uh, northern Utah and ship it, you know, six blocks. And um, I know that it has to go to an FFL, but it doesn't necessarily. Are, are they saying the name of the FFL holder or the name of me, the gun purchaser? Well, that's what we're trying to find out, Glenn. Um, I, I, we don't know the answer to that yet. And I'm getting told a couple of different things. So this is why we're asking UPS and FedEx for some information, because this looks to me like either UPS and FedEx on their own, or what I really suspect, this is probably the, the, the Biden administration and the ATF wanting to keep a, a, a private database or start creating a private database that, that UPS and FedEx hold of all gun purchases, and that's that's the concern so here. I, I would have a hard a harder time believing. Have you looked at what they are asking FedEx and UPS? 
why would they both be asking for the same things at the same time? I mean, we exactly why this is very coincidental. I, yes. I, I find it very strange that both of these shipping giants suddenly each independently of each other had this brilliant idea completely on their own that just happens to get rolled out at the same time. So this is either collusion or this is, this is pressure from the federal government. So you think that this is um, uh, possibly if it is collusion with the federal government, the ATF and, uh, and anybody else, the I mean, other than the white house or how far does this, do you think go across the, the spectrum here on government? Well, I, I, there, I think there's a couple of suspects here. I mean, we, we've seen in, in the last few months a handful of ultra-liberal Democrat senators, you know, send out letters and, and put pressure on other companies, YouTube being one of them, and these companies caving to them. Is, is it coming from the Senate? Is it coming from the ATF? Is it coming straight from Susan Rice in the White House? Mm-hmm. I don't know the answer to these questions. This is what we're trying to get some more information on. Uh, this is why this is why 18 of us have have asked UPS and FedEx to give us this information. Who who are you talking to? Who's this coming from? Is this a new ATF rule? Because that's what some of these FFL holders are being told by UPS and FedEx. Hey, we don't have a choice here. We're being told by ATF we have to do this. Well, Glenn, if that's true, then that's a new rule that the ATF has promulgated on its own. They didn't go through notice and comment period. And they're in violation of the Administrative Procedures Act. Um, so th- there, there's a lot of information we got to get here. So you you wrote the letter um, to them, delivered it, I think, this week, and they have 30 days to respond. Do you? That's correct. Do you all have the teeth to be able to uh, to bite them if they're not responding or they're not truthful? We do. Yeah, each state has their own consumer protection laws. Uh, in Montana, we have the Montana Unfair Trade Practices Act. That's probably the, the, the teeth, the, the, the stick that I will use if FedEx and UPS don't want to be forthcoming. Uh, if we get stonewalled, I'm, I'm probably going to start with a, a more formal investigative demand. That's, that's just shy of a subpoena. Uh, but if they, if, if they want to bow their neck, you're going to see AGs like me most likely use their, their state consumer protection laws to, to bite back. I, I am uh, so glad that you're in office and you are paying attention. You are working with the attorneys general from uh, Alabama, Alaska, Arkansas, Florida, Indiana, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, New Hampshire, uh, Ohio, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Texas, Utah, West Virginia, and Wyoming. So that is uh, that's great. That is great. You guys are really our last defense. You and the sheriffs, our last defense. I appreciate you saying that, Glenn. Yeah, we're we're fighting we're we're fighting good battles. Uh, we've got a great great uh, group of state AGs that are paying attention to this stuff, and we're not going to stand here and just take it. Uh, you know, when when our state citizens' rights are being threatened, whether that's First Amendment or Second Amendment, we're going to fight back. So that's what this is about. That is uh, that's great. By the way, I uh, I looked at land in Montana years ago and uh, I so regret it now that, uh, you know, now that uh, Yellowstone is on because I don't know what the people of Montana feel, but 
I love the attitude of of Costner. Uh, I mean, I know. So I know I wouldn't be welcome now in, in uh, Wyoming. Keep it. Keep it Wyoming. But uh, I love the attitude. And I know that there are things that people are moving in from California and uh, and New York. And they're just they're using Montana as some I don't know, just some. Don't let it turn into Jackson Hole. That's what I'm saying. Don't let it turn into Jackson Hole. You know, we've had a big we've had a big influx from that show, but it looks like it's the right people moving here. Yeah, good. Uh, the, the 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 state keeps moving to to, to the right, so yeah, we're good. we're happy. Good. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Um, please tell your office to stay in touch with ours uh, and update us on anything, or if you need any help, let me know. I will do it, Glenn. Thank you so much. Thank you. Like I said, it's an honor. You got it. Mine too. Uh, Austin Knutson. He is the Montana Attorney General. You're listening to the best of the Glenn Beck program. So I said earlier today that I think this is the most dangerous time uh, to be a Jew since maybe the 1930s. Definitely the most dangerous time in my lifetime. We've been talking to you about this for a long, long time. I just met with a great pastor at my house just the other night uh and we talked about the the wash of evil on the world and uh also israel and and jews and as christians we need to make sure we are on the right side that we are on god's side um and uh and we don't allow this kind of stuff to happen anymore and we stand against anti-Semitism. It is so dangerous. And it is where the world is going. It is where our, where our government is going. We had peace. We had good relations with uh, Israel. And we were, we were making real progress in the Middle East. And if you watched my uh, podcast with Bibi Netanyahu, you saw exactly how that happened. Israel played a huge role in that piece. Uh, and then this administration got in and just threw it out the window. You have people in the Democratic Party who are not just anti-Zionists. They are anti-Jewish. They are absolute uh, anti-Semites. So you have them on the left and the right. Remember, I don't consider Nazis right. That is where they belong on the scale in Europe. But here in America, they're Marxists. They're socialists. Okay, that's not on the right end of the spectrum. This is a game that was played after World War II by progressives to screw everything up. Those people belong on the left. And when you have Marxist or socialists, you usually have wild anti-Semitism that sprouts from that every single time. The UN just voted to um, mark Nakba Day. Now, this was voted for this week, and they want a commemorative event in honor of the 75th Nakba Day. What does Nakba mean? 
Well, to the Muslim world and the Palestinian world and the Arab world, that is that is Israel's Independence Day. That is the founding of Israel. Nakba means catastrophe. So it is the day of the catastrophe. So that's the entire Arab world saying, yeah, boy, wasn't that a catastrophe? And they mean it. And it is wildly anti-Semitic. Well, the U.N. General Assembly just voted 90 to 30. The United States, Canada, Australia, and the United Kingdom were among those who opposed the move. There were 47 abstentions, which, I mean, really? You don't... You don't want to stand? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Where, I'm not sure where to take a stand on this yeah, one. Yeah, right. That kind of puts you into the wrong category. Mm-hmm. Um, and with all of the stuff that is happening with Kanye West um, and what's happening with our Department of Homeland Security issuing uh, this week yet another warning that anti-Semites on the right are going to start killing Jews. Warning. Warning, just know who you're standing with, know what you believe, and stand with our Jewish friends. Stand with anyone who will recognize that the God they serve is the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We serve the same God, unless they're like, and God's telling me to blow you up now. But let's put our differences aside and start standing together. Because I don't know if you've known noticed this, but the left, they don't agree on everything. And they're united as one. They're the only part of the United States that's still united. All the crazies on the left, they're all thinking, well, I will just kill them once we get power. But they're still they're moving in the same direction and working together. Why can't God's people do that? Why can't we do that? It's time. Mm. Yeah, it's really a a, a, a a scary moment here. And it's interesting to see now that the, the media has discovered anti-Semitism seemingly for the first time. Yeah, <laughs> like, I you know. know, a lot of left wing celebrities have been saying these types of things for a while. They just continue with their network shows like Nick Cannon, right? Nick Cannon came out and said all the stuff basically that Kanye West is saying, or at least similar things. And he, it was a minor blow up in the media for a day or two. And then then, he moved on and and he still has two major network shows on two different networks, which is still incredible. Uh, This has happened with celebrities and, and, you know, uh, people in the media and sports athletes and and everything else for for a long time too often. And usually it's pretty much ignored. You know, uh, LeBron James had a a situation uh, this week, which is fascinating to me for a multitude of reasons. He basically came out and said, ah, come on. I mean, really, you're going to keep you're going to suspend Kyrie Irving for promoting the uh, excuse the language Hebrews to Negroes documentary about how Jews are obvious. It's obviously anti-Semitic. You need to go into all the terrible arguments it makes. Uh, But he put that out there and LeBron James came to his defense. And then yesterday or the day before said he was perplexed as to why. He was not asked about the Jerry Jones photo. Now, Jerry Jones is the owner of the Cowboys. 
Apparently a photo came out of him from 1957 <laughs> when he was 14 years old mm-hmm. and he was standing at a some sort like people don't really know all the details, but he was standing around and it was some situation where it seemed like black students were trying to get into a school and the, on the other side were a bunch of white students. Now he did not seem to be in the middle of the conflict, but he was in the crowd of white students sort of toward the back. Oh my God. And that's apparently a... He, LeBron James was upset that the media would not come and ask him about that. Why are you doing, you know, it's a, I guess because it's a white guy is the insinuation. No, because it's 1956. And a different sport, <laughs> right? It's not even, it's not even an owner in his sport. Mm. It's 1957. It was a four, even if he made a horrible mistake in 1957, he was 14 years old. Like, there's absolutely no relevance to of LeBron James to this story whatsoever. And he says this, and all the media's like, wow, what a powerful statement. He's so brave. He's so brave. Now, of course, what we might forget is that there was uh, another story, and this is a good way of testing the thesis. Was it racism? Was it the, the left, the, the giant media corporations who just didn't want to get a comment from lebron james about a racial issue because they've been so consistent in avoiding his commentary on this mm-hmm. over the past 10 years but like there was a, a we remember the story probably from a few years ago an owner a white owner in this time lebron james's sport this time a current controversy uh and they went to lebron james like 12 times a week to talk about donald sterling right he was constantly blabbing about it he was saying how he would boycott the league if they didn't throw him out he was on tv all the time talking about it maybe the the idea that it was in 1957 uh was more of a a concern as to why they were not talking to you and maybe the fact that you know it's your friend uh Kyrie Irving and you publicly defended him over this you know, you know, oh, well, maybe he said some wrong things, but come on, we can't be punishing him like this. Five whole games off. Oh, my goodness. What a terrible, terrible tragedy. There's a lot of friendly treatment from the, the particularly famous athlete community and in, in celebrities about anti-Semitism. They're, 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 it's too common. This has happened too many times. And, you know, the media, when it's okay, when Kanye West puts on the red hat, all of a sudden, his views are going to be critiqued mm-hmm. a little bit more. Now, it, it, now, look, what Kanye West is doing is obviously a story, and what he's doing is is absolutely terrible. But what I found it's terrible, mm-hmm. and I think a mark of insanity. I think both are true. Yes. I think Kanye West has been insane the entire time, and this is just an ins- this is just the most recent flare-up. But his critic, he's allowed to say these things uh, when he's on the left. Well, Nick Cannon can say it, and he can be rehabbed in weeks. And Kanye West is not going to get that treatment. He's going to find out that he's not going to be rehabbed from this, uh, nor should he be, in, in my particular opinion. But what I found interesting, I think that you'll find interesting as well, Glenn, is when this happened, when Kanye West went to uh, Donald Trump's uh, Mar-a-Lago for dinner and then brought a, a bunch of fringy right. uh, people uh, with him, the outcry was, of course, about Donald Trump, right? Mm-hmm. The outcry is about Trump, not necessarily about West as much. It was about Donald Trump. And... To prove this point, they went to people, to experts on anti-Semitism, <laughs> right, mm-hmm. to teach us all that Donald Trump was doing something bad. And they got a, a quote from an, a, an expert on anti-Semitism, <laughs> which is this. I'm in love with this. I'm a child of survivors. I've become very frightened for my people. 
Donald Trump is not an anti-Semite. He loves Israel. He loves Jews. But he mainstreams, he legitimizes Jew hatred and Jew haters, and this scares me. Very rational point. Very rational. Yeah. And what I found most interesting was the source of that quote. Morton Klein, the head of the Zionist Organization of America. Now, how many times has the New York Times and other related media organizations called you, Glenn Beck, an anti-Semite? A thousand, a million, a billion? I can't even keep track of it. Mm -hmm. They -hmm. say it all the time. All the time. And yet, their expert on anti-Semitism that they bring in to bash Donald Trump is the guy who gave you the Defender of Israel Award. <laughs> the same person. Same organization. The same organization. That Mort runs. That Mort runs. And if I'm not mistaken, the, the award was actually handed to you by Benjamin Netanyahu. <laughs> and they still, because it benefits them this time to show Morton Klein in a positive light, which he deserves fully, to show him in a positive light, they will use him to try to bash Donald Trump. And yet they destroy Mort all the time. All the time. All Every the time. other time yeah. he's mentioned, he's he doesn't he's, ca- that award you got doesn't count because he's some right wing yeah. guy. And he's he's crazy and he's probably he's just he just he's a he's a self hating Jew. That's what he I mean. <laughs> They'll come like up with anything. Anything. Anything to, to destroy him. It shows you that the media they don't care about anti Semitism. I mean they, they I mean what do they do with Ilan Omar? What what do they do there? They did nothing when Ilan Omar you, came out and said you know, all the crap that she said over the years. Did you see my response to Ilan Omar uh, this week? I think I found this thread here mm-hmm. because she was, I guess, uh, happy about the interracial marriage and same-sex marriage yeah she was uh yeah she was very very excited about that and uh and now that interracial marriage is is okay uh she said uh i mean it's been okay forever but now that they've passed a law uh she's um uh she said finally finally my marriage is safe right Mm -hmm. right and then uh someone responds says marriages to your brother and she says, God, no. Uh, please seek help. It's not normal to want to marry your brother. <laughs> you responded, wow, we agree. So why did you? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, um, did True. she, did, now what was her answer to that? I don't, no, I don't she see didn't, an answer. She didn't answer no. that. She didn't answer that one. I was uh, kind of disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm still looking. I mean, it's weird <laughs> that we both agree that it's, it's just insanity to marry, you know, your brother or sister. So why did she marry him? I, I can't figure it out. At least the, you, you agreed on the general principle. And that's what's yes. important. See, We're that's bipartisanship together. right yes, there in right. action. I'm, I'm reaching across the aisle, mm-hmm. you know. Hey, I agree. You shouldn't do that. Uh, by the way, Glenn, I, I, uh, I did see some, speaking of the marriage issue, some criticism of you. Uh, over the past uh, day or so, uh, uh, apparently you believe all sorts of really wild and crazy things about marriage. Do I? Yeah. I, I haven't followed. You haven't followed this? No. This is uh, pretty... Uh, they brought it up in production meeting this morning and I was like, I haven't read it. I don't really care. Well, no, I, and you shouldn't care. Yeah. But I, I, I love how they try to do this all the time. They, mm. I mean, it's amazing that these organizations still exist, that will like, that exist to listen to every, you know, look. Yeah, media matters and, you know, they're all... They're all the same and all funded by George Soros. Mm. 
So apparently uh, you compared marriage equality to China's one child policy. And you worried Is that what really really oh. and you worried that the Respect for Marriage Act will harm procreation. Ha! Huh, I don't Can you explain yourself? No, because I don't remember the conversation, but that doesn't seem like exactly what I would have said. No. Um, And then you also are worried that Christian organizations will hire people that are different. And I know that's always been a big, big, that's that's carried that torch for a long time. Oh, that's a number one thing. You know, nobody different. And I mean, I don't even mean just race or sexuality. Mm. I mean, no one different. I am for cloning of one religious person <laughs> and they run the entire organization and they're the ones in the pews too. Mm. Some say it can be done. They saw it. A great example, clone wars, but I don't think that, I mean, that turned out kind of well for a while. It was mm. okay. Yeah. You know? Yeah. No, yeah. Uh-huh. It's a, it's an interesting part. I, I yeah. just don't understand like, does this, does this work anymore? Like, I remember when this first happened to us, and it was like they, they took things out of context and tried to smear you with it. And it's like, it was like, no, jolting initially, right? Like, you're like, wait, why are people saying all these bad things about? Yeah. I mean, and now no, no, it's, it's like, like, I can't no. possibly believe this is still because you're, you, you, they've, they've said it all. You know, when they compare you to Hitler, right? You know, you're <laughs> like, okay, well, I don't think there's any place to go. Nope, Stephen King said that I was uh, Satan's retarded brother, mm. which it's nice language. was nice language coming from him, but mm. he's compassionate. Uh, and, uh, and I don't think you can go anywhere from there. So you're kind of out of ammunition, you know? Na, 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 na.